It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your boyfriend slash husband slash men are? I'll tell you where four of them are right now. NBC Sports Radio. It is the Sports Hub 102 Beer Geeks Radio Hour. My name is Kyle Mack in here for Freddie today. We got, as always, Derek Warren is here. Hello, hello. We got Bill joining us. Yes, sir. <laughs> not, not, yes, they heard that rattle around in your head. Yes, sir. <laughs> you are correct. And we have Ed here. How you doing, guys? And we have a, a great, great thing planned for you today. I see a lot of beers over there, and I'm very, very excited. Boulevard Brewing Company is who we'll be uh, testing out today. We have a great prize back for you. Just looking through here, all kind of, do we want to let them know what's in here? Or just oh, kinda? sure. You, oh. you rattle that off. We have, let's see, Boulevard Brewing Company unfiltered wheat beer soap. Yes, you can clean yourself with beer. With sandalwood and lemon, <laughs> guys. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you clean or you just finish it up by dumping just it on yourself exactly. on the floor. Uh, what else do we have here? We have, it looks like a little tiny, this is for your beer bottle. It's got yeah, like it's a, old. a little nice little sweater. Yeah, I thought it was a little like a... Like a it's like a cozy sweater. Yeah, I thought it was a booty or something <laughs> like that for your, for your kids, but not. Don't let your kids drink. This is for your bottle. <laughs> and then we also have a very, very nice Boulevard Brewing Company t-shirt. Exactly. We'll get that for you. And, uh, and a hat. We have hat. And then the, the other thing that's really cool is for your uh, your keychain. You can always have a little bag with you. It's, oh, uh, I actually, when I when I, when I saw that, I was kind of confused, and I pulled it out and looked at it. It's a little nice little carrier bag. It kind of folds up into your little packet. You can always have something to throw a stuff beer, in. A beer survival bag. I almost expected to find like a little chair in here. It looks like one of the little chair <laughs> yeah, carriers. Yeah, you does. go tailgating or something like that. I don't know, a little, uh, little is it a parka? I don't, I don't know what that is. What oh, is, what maybe is this is Freddy's. I, think, yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you get a nice big uh, I don't bag. know if you should be touching that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll be doing that. Look, right around, uh, what do you know, right around quarter, quarter to 11. Yeah, right around, right around a little, little after the interview and everything. We'll be, we'll be working through that one. Yeah, so set your clocks. And, uh, and that's what we're going to do. So, uh, Derek, what's going on today? Well, we're taking a look at Boulevard Brewing Company. We're talking to their, their brewer slash uh, face of the brewery, Jeremy Danner. is going to be calling over and be going through a bunch of the stuff, uh, the, the transitions that are going on in the brewery as, as it grows. And uh, in the meantime, we're working through some of their phenomenal beers. Uh, this is a brewery that, that has a stellar reputation for a lot of really phenomenal beers. And uh, if you're lucky enough to have had some of these, you... I already know that. That was one thing that was instantaneous as I posted this. There was a lot of love from Kansas City for this brewery. Uh, they are very respected and very loved as they grow. And uh, they, they actually, in recent times, we're talking to Jerry about that. We're, we're picked up with uh, Duval Morgott family and they're, you know, with Brewery Oma Gang and going through all that. So they're, they're really starting to grow. And uh, as the people have their beers, their reputation really carries on with them. They're, they're one of those breweries when you have something you kind of don't understand. Because, you know, some breweries... You get a lot of hype, and you hear a lot about things, and you hear it, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I believe that so much. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But no, this is one, like, you know, every one of their beers are just very stellar, very great examples of whatever style that they're going for. And uh, we're starting off very light. The first one we're having, this is just their the unfiltered wheat beer. Wheat? Uh, Nothing like unfiltered <laughs> wheat in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is just a really, you know, the wheat beer style is kind of one that... Uh, it really coincides with summer. A lot of people think of that that wheat beer style as a very summery, spring-like beer because it's very light and spritzy. But when it's done well, you can really take on a lot of the different seasons. You, this is actually one. It has all those characteristics. It's very light, very spritzy. You get that sweetness from the wheat, uh, but it, you know, it's very effervescent 
I'm using all effervescent. These are very happy. Happy. Tap in on a Saturday. Happy. Listen yeah. to this guy. I'm trying to perk everybody up. Some adjectives <laughs> coming out. It's spritzy. I like to be spritzy. I, spritz. I like a spritzy Saturday morning. <laughs> it's fabulous. But uh, it has all those characteristics. It's very enjoyable, very relaxing. But it's also one that, despite these, you know, adjectives that are very light and airy, it, it also can still be enjoyed on a nice winter evening and, and just with some really good food. This is one that is really good with a lot of different foods. Or a rainy winter morning. I mean, it's perfect for right now. Uh, I'm, I'm not having any it's problems. Hit, it's hitting the spot for me. I'll, t- I'll say that. It, here's the thing I was wondering on the way in here. Um, you know, we've done, like, food pairings. I've been here, you know, to drink this beer with that. It, it tastes great. This is how you're going to do it. And that's fine. I was thinking about situational pairings. Because we have... <laughs> My life sucks. <laughs> right. What should I drink? <laughs> That's exactly it. So, uh, so we have like, you know, with Christmas season coming up, everybody's decorating, everybody's going just a little bit more crazy every time they do something, whether you're shopping for your kids or your wife or your husband, whatever well, you want to do. How about this for a situational pairing? I've been going crazy with the holidays, and last night, uh, if you've had this, you'll know exactly what I'm about to say. I had a dogfish 120-minute IPA. So <laughs> that was... How's that end. for a situational pairing? That's where you said I've had enough. <laughs> but I was thinking, so if we started out with, uh, with this beer here, this would be like um, where someone starts suggesting we should hang some lights, right? This is a nice, like you said, spritzy, mm-hmm. kind of like an airy beer. You're yeah, just, this you're, is one you can get some work done while you're having. Yeah, just yeah. you could have it. And then, uh, you know, I, I think as we get through here, we'll have like the one where you start arguing with someone about <laughs> where you want to put the light or where you have to take down. Where did I go wrong? That's right. <laughs> and then I think by the time we get to the end here, it'll be the end of the night, like you just kind of said with the Dogfish 120. You're just, uh, I've had it. We're done. To We're done. <laughs> I'll be on the floor over there. I'm going to bed somewhere and I don't care where it is. That's right. That's what that situation is. No, that's that's this is you know a lot of people like to say lawnmower beer. I guess we could say Christmas light hanging beer. We'll put it that way for the the winter the winter work. So you get out on a ladder with this one, you'll be okay, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh Maybe yeah, one or yeah, two. It'll, it'll work out. Very do well. your best, Clark W. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the ABV looking like on this one? Is I it? I think this is about a five. I was looking at that before. I think this is. I don't know if this is one that's a little more hidden on here. I want to say it's about five, but uh, you know what? I have this thing called the Google. Let's uh, let's Google it. But oh, wow. in the Look meantime, what do you guys think of this one? I think it's I think it's very delicious. It's it it is spritzy and effervescent. Four point four. Sorry, to cut you off. Four four point four. Four point four. That was that was fast. Google. And we have yeah. that, that <laughs> internet here. It's almost uh, instantaneous now. Uh, Bill, what do you think about this one? I see you. Uh, As you look at it. Right a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, what do you think about this? Ed, what do you think about this one? Sorry, it's my lazy it's, it's my uh, it's my cross my cross died. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're going with Ed now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's effervescent. We'll go with that. Uh, I think it's a little watery, though. Yeah? I, yeah. It's uh, You can taste the wheat in it. There's not a lot of malt to it. It's it's um, lighter. It's yeah, definitely it's lighter. Yeah, it's very light. Yeah. It's an American wheat. Yeah. yeah. And I can agree with the uh, the watery, as you explained it. Now, not watery as in, like, it's bad, like, watered down, but watery as in, like, I feel like it's more of um. It's not a hefty, hefty beer, so right. the, the mouth feel is a lot thinner right. on this. Like, that's that's more, instead of watery, it's a thin mouth feel. Thin mouth okay. <laughs> feel. Yeah, you don't want to think of a German Hefeweizen when you when you drink this. Yeah, like, it has, it's not, it, it's it, a wheat beer, but not like It a, does, it, the yeast strain and everything, it's a little different, yeah. like the aromas and stuff, it's it's not uh, in that category. It's, it's definitely lighter, it definitely... You know, falls more towards that. You know, what a lot of people associate with American wheat styles, like the Blue Moon and stuff like that. This would be a huge step up from that. But if you had a friend that enjoyed you know, Blue Moon and Chuck Top and those types of things, this was one you could slip to them and say, "Here, 
Try something, and they would not be uh, offended or so put So maybe off with it. this one, you could swing them over to, like, the craft yeah, section. Yeah, you, you can, can kind of get them to say, like, hey, look, this... Because it has uh, those characteristics, but there is more flavor to it than all of those. It's just, it's lighter, you know, it's a 4.4, so you're going to have a much lighter mouthfeel. It's going to be thinner, because as the malt, you know, as you beef up the malt, you're going to start beefing up the ABVs. And then all of a sudden, you get to uh, 18% alcohol. Well, I can definitely, uh, 4.4, I can definitely appreciate this one because, like you said, uh, for the lawnmower beer, you know, if you're outside in the sun, if you're hanging yeah. up, you know, you're rigging some lights up there, you're going to get a little sweat. You can take this one. And you, I mean, I'm uh, Frank the Tank. <laughs> is, is more where I'm at from like old school. So I can down a beer pretty quick. And this one, if I would say if you need to be refreshed, you can do that. Yeah. You know, and it's not going to get you totally lit yeah. up. It's, this, uh, this is one you could have if you're going out with friends. It's really good when you find a nice, uh, you know, if Freddie loves to say the session beers. Exactly. When you can find a really nice session beer, it's good to have as a go-to as you're going out for the night with friends. Because that's that's the argument that a lot of people have long made that they love craft beer versus their friends that don't is the issue of, well... I have one, maybe two, and uh, I might have to leave. Exactly. <laughs> Versus right. friends that can, you know, have six or seven because, you know, they're having something that's a lot lighter. So it's good when you can find a really nice light ABV beer that has those flavor characteristics and you don't feel like, you know, I'm only off for an hour all the time and then I get tired and go have to leave. Like this is something you can have as a nice refreshing go-to. And that's, what's, that's what a lot of these breweries have. A line of, you know, they call them either session situational, beers. Situational. Situational. <laughs> we should copyright that one quickly. We should put a line of situational beers on <laughs> But yeah, this one, uh, you know, all of the, I want to say all of the work that you would put in if you had like maybe one of the uh, the more, I want to say like a lighter beer, like a, I'm going to mention a name, like a, like a Miller Lite. If these people are out drinking that, you can have these just as much as they are yeah. and not feel like, oh my God, I have to find a ride or I am the ride or whatever's going to go through your head because it's just a great beer that you can have great taste and you don't have to, I don't know it's like a commercial, but maybe I do. You don't have to sacrifice, you know, what it is that makes you You don't you have want. to sacrifice flavor. That's no, right. No, no, you know, no. there's no yeah. reason to. Yeah. And that's what's great about when you see these kind of beers. Like, we're like later up in the show, we're going to be having Boulevard has their session IPA. There's a lot of breweries that have made that move towards more sessionable beers. One, to kind of tap into that market of, you know, lighter ABV beers, because a lot of people that haven't had craft beer are kind of put off by that when they, because it's a lot more flavorful. The flavors come through. It's a lot more pungent, aromatic than, you know, going from a light beer that. It could be a punch in the face. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's too aggressive for some people's palate. So when you back down and make it more of a sessionable beer, you're using less ingredients. That's the key to making it a lower ABV, and that will make it a lot less of a, an aggressive move towards something. So you're able to tap into and you'll be swinging some people over because people have had IPAs like we've had them on the show, and they've they've uh, you know were newbies to it when they had a sip. They're oh, they just share hell or hairspray. Well, they are what the hell they're, and then hairspray, we've, we've right? seen the, the yeah. you know face curdling in the corner before. Yeah. We've had that happen here. I mean, that happens on a regular basis, and that's what I think some people that enjoy craft beer have to keep in mind with friends that haven't. You know, everyone we all want to you know swing uh, friends over to the dark side, right? <laughs> and and we're trying to find something like, oh, you should try this now. If you like, we were talking about off, off camera. If you had like a ruination from stone yeah, off camera, off mic, <laughs> wherever we like, are, wherever. What is, is it a camera in the ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not again! <laughs> uh, but like, if uh, you have like a stone ruination and someone's not used to a craft beer and you give them that. They might never have craft beer again. Exactly. I've, I've offered mine. I've, I picked up a case the other day, and I've offered the people, and I'm like, this is a gift from, like, the gods. I'm like, <laughs> you can have this. And they smell it, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, and I'm still picking out flavors of these beers that it's not one. It's not a one-and-done flavor. For yeah. me, it's like a, I'm finding notes of, of everything, even even citrus and stuff in there that you wouldn't normally there's get. A lot, there's a lot of complexities of those things, and some people— 
are not going to get those flavors at all. It's just going to be overly bitter or, or overly malty or anything like that. And like that's the key is you you have to find something that's not aggressive, that's a little bit lower in ABV, so the flavor, and then they can build from that. And that's that's why it's a good really good gateway beer and doesn't say drug gateway beer. <laughs> <laughs> gateway beer. First into, one's free, kid. <laughs> I'm the pusher. You open up your coat. Hey, check this out. I got an unfiltered wheat. <laughs> well, if we're uh, if we're we're gonna build on flavor, we're gonna build on uh, ABV, and we're gonna have a brewmaster coming up in uh, in just a little bit right here. Uh, I see seven bottles. Is that right? Is that uh, we have come? we have a lot. Yeah, we're getting. And what's nice at Boulevard too is I can really say even as the higher ABV ones. The, they're not aggressive. These are great beers you can give to anybody to try is get them into it, which is nice. So some uh, some great situational beers coming up. <laughs> uh, you want to stick around and don't forget, uh, quarter 11, right around there, we're going to do this great Boulevard uh, prize pack, which, like I said, it's got some soap in there. You have ha- you could start out your night from a cra- or morning from a crazy night with this prize pack. You and could. be totally okay. The only thing not in here, pants. <laughs> so, who needs pants? That's right. If you stopped your night without pants, you need more help than we can give you. But uh, yeah, we're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back, uh, and we are going to speak with the brewmaster. We have brewer Jeremy Danner calling in. All right, so hang out. I'll be back in just a few on the Sports Hub, Beer Geeks Radio. If you're looking to get cash for your broken and unwanted jewelry, go to a reputable jeweler who's been in business for a long time, not one that appeared because the price of gold went up. Bring your broken and unwanted jewelry to Rainbow Jewelers. They're professionals and deal directly with the refiner. Rainbow Jewelers will tell you what your gold's really worth and pay you what it's really worth. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Monday through Saturday. We are the technology behind your health care. We're making government work more efficiently. We are the technology that helps business run better, faster, and more profitable. We are the technology in your classrooms, behind your banking, in your homes, and in your community. Offering the fastest, most secure, and reliable data connections. We are. We are. Penteladata. Penteladata. Here's a bright idea. Why not use light to carry billions of bits of data per second, making network connections hundreds of times faster and much more reliable? That's just what Penteladata's fiber optic network does. And we've invested in over 9,000 miles throughout our communities, connecting schools, banks, healthcare networks, and even wireless towers that enable your smartphone to be, well, smart. Know what else is smart? Connecting your business to our fiber network. See the light with Penteladata, your recommended source of fiber. The Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins are home this Friday night as they battle the Philadelphia Flyers American Hockey League affiliate, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. The first 2,500 adults in attendance will receive a coupon towards a Pennsylvania State Lottery scratch-off ticket. On Saturday, the Penguins battle their in-state rivals, the Hershey Bears. Saturday also features a Penguins Nutcracker giveaway. Puck drops at 7.05, so don't miss a minute of the action. Bring the whole gang to the game on Saturday with their McDonald's fantastic deal. This incredible package includes a ticket for the game, a Penguins baseball hat, and a McDonald's meal voucher with prices starting at just $10. But don't delay. This limited-time offer is moving fast, and once they're gone, they're gone. Get your fantastic deal exclusively through the Penguins front office by calling 570-208-PENS. Tickets for all Penguins home games are available now at the Arena Box Office, online at Ticketmaster.com, or by calling 800-745-3000. 
thousand. Have you been searching for the perfect engagement ring or an exquisite gift for a special occasion? Rainbow Jewelers is where you'll find it. Rainbow Jewelers, consistently voted the number one jeweler in the Wyoming Valley, has a large selection of GIA and EGL certified diamonds, engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Rainbow Jewelers also has wedding bands, birthstone jewelry, mother's rings, all high quality at the best price. Plus, they sell citizen brand watches and offer jewelry repairs. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Monday through Saturday. All right, 1018. We're back on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. This is the Sports Hub 102.3. It's Kyle Mack. Hey, from WILK News Radio, if that guy that put you on hold, that's me. In the morning, so you know, I love to have someone hang up on you. Yeah, that was that me. was me. I, what I love about that job is people calling to say, uh, "Can you tell that Kyle to shut up? He's like a moron." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, sir. I'm definitely going to do that for you." And thank you. Did you ever pull the phone back and go, Kyle? Yeah, Kyle. The guy <laughs> says he wants you to talk less. I'm like, okay, I'll talk less. And they, you know, sometimes they pick up on it. Anyway, my stuff aside, uh, we have Boulevard Brewing Company. And actually on the phone right now is uh, one of their brewers, correct? Jeremy Danner. Right, I'm going to go ahead and push this button. Hopefully we'll get him. Here we go. Let's see if this works. Jeremy, you there. Jeremy. Oh, no. The Jer- button fell off. Jeremy, Jer- there. Oh, no. We got him. We got him. I don't hear him. It's like Freddy's here. It is. It should be like Freddy's here. All right, Jeremy, if you can hear me, hang on the line. Are you there? I'm here. Hey, 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 we got him. Jeremy, we got you throwing the sports sub here. As soon as I pushed the button, it fell off. (laughs) (laughs) We have a modern studio. I've never seen that before. But listen, no no complaints at all because we have, uh, you know, seven very great beers here. I don't want to stir the pot while we... uh, while we have you on the line here. So, Derek, take it away. All right. Well, thanks so much, Jeremy, and uh, thanks for hanging in with that one. Uh, I guess let's just jump in with, with the brewery, a little bit of, of history for those who aren't familiar. Like, when and where did the, the brewery actually open? So, yeah, our, our, we, uh, the way we measure our anniversary is our first keg of beer was sold on November 17th, 1989. So we just had our 25th anniversary. But we're maybe 10 blocks south of downtown in Kansas City, Missouri, and that's where the brewery started. That's where we've been. Um, that's where all of our expansions have taken place. So we, we started out very, very small. John was a home brewer, wanted to make maybe 2,000 to 6,000 barrels of beer a year, and obviously we've grown well beyond that. Our goal for the end of this year is right at 200,000 barrels of beer. Wow. Wow. That's, that's not bad to, you know, have that goal kind of get surpassed that by that much. <laughs> no, he's done well. Yeah, he's quite happy. <laughs> well, I guess speaking on that, like what with the beers and with the brewery, what would you say is kind of the, the ethos behind the beer and, and the ethics of the beer and the brewery itself and what you make? Yeah, I mean, our approach is we want to make beers that are, are, are balanced. We really believe in balance a lot. I, I think a lot of breweries look at, um, you know, we make the hoppiest beer in the country, and while that's that's cool and fun, we sort of think of, uh, you know, beers of food. It should be comfortable to enjoy. You should be able to enjoy more than one. So I think it would be like if you said, I make the saltiest soup in Kansas City. You'd want to try that, but you're not going to eat an entire bowl of that. And that's kind of what we're trying to do with beer. So if we have a beer that has big hop flavor and big hop bitterness, we won't have enough malt to balance that out so it's not you know, unbalanced. And the same is true with our malty beers. We won't have enough uh, hop bitterness or enough hop flavor that it's not just this malt bomb that kind of camps out on your tongue. But that's kind of guided us through you know, bringing all the beers we brewed all the way up from our intro of the wheat beer to a beer like Bourbon Barrel Claw that's a you know, just shy of 12%, a big boozy beer, but still has some balance there. 
Yeah, we actually we had Garrett Oliver on a few oh, a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about that, and he said the issue a lot of these breweries are putting out now is they're kind of making more of a challenge beer. Like this is so hoppy, you can't even enjoy it, kind of deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then you know that's kind of scaring off some people. I think like finding that balance is more key if you want to have longevity instead of a one and done. You know, someone trying to eat the hot wing challenge type deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you see these guys drink some of these beers and they make that that crazy face. I'm like, oh man, that's good. <laughs> like, is it really? I love this. Really <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so now we'll, we'll get into everything with the Duval deal. But um, what was the distro for the brewery like pre everything happening with Duval? You know, before we joined Duval, uh, we were in about 25 states and and Washington D.C. So. We've ramped up. We're now in 30, including D.C., um, you know, with, with the goal of being nationwide at some point. Uh, so we haven't really grown the distribution too much, and, and part of that is that we need to be able to make more beer mm-hmm. in order to support more markets. So that's, that's what we're in the process of doing right now is, is really getting ourselves prepared to, to take this thing to a bigger audience. Yeah. So now what, what are there some of the other changes or, or uh, issues you've faced since everything happened with joining the Duval family? You know, it really hasn't been too crazy. Um, we, we've been using the metric system for years now already, so it really wasn't a big deal. To that was a terrible joke. I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes you push them out too early. Um, but no, we we've been doing metric for a while, so it's really not a big deal. Um, the the major difference is that we have uh, a bigger sales force right now. On day one, January first this year, our sales force is immediately combined. So. Instead of having you know twenty five sales reps, now all of a sudden we have you know fifty to sixty. So we're we're prepared for that to happen. But as far as for a guy like me, I'm I'm pretty lucky to be at the bottom of the totem pole. So my day to day is virtually unchanged as as being part of the Doodle family. Hmm, that's cool about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I mean that was the issue. A lot of people I remember when everything happened with Oma Gang joining that they were afraid that uh, Doodle was going to. I think a lot of it is the misconception people have about. Uh, the man, I guess we'll call it. I mean, Duval's far right. from being that. Yeah. But a lot of people have the misconception that they're going to come in and start saying, you do this and you do this and we're not doing that anymore and we're going over here. And if anything, I mean, just from the example of Omega, you kind of step back and see that the brewery has grown, the brewery has stuck to, you know, what they were doing prior to everything. And all Duval really did was come in and help them grow to become a much better brewery. Yeah, I mean, the Boulevard wasn't broken. You know, we oh, weren't yeah. a broken brewery. We were just looking take that next step and, and John McDonald our founder at the same time was also ready to, to take a step back from managing day to day operations he's, he's an awesome guy but he'll admit you he's not a manager and that's not something he enjoyed so yeah I mean the, the brewery is certainly not broken it's just we need we need some help to, to grow this thing and the doodle guys are they're on board with what we want to do they're innovators they have um, they have a lot of money but they're investing into the brewery so everybody's really excited and I think Kansas City freaked out a little bit you know like you said it is the idea of the man, but they soon learn that Duval is not the man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think wherever wherever you've gone, you've seen, you know, whether it be Amagong or Le Chouf, that the the product has stayed the same. You know, maybe maybe they, they've given you the ability to expand and keep, uh, you know, your same um, level of quality going to a bigger audience. And I think that's a huge advantage anytime you can do that, especially with, with a parent company like Duval. Yeah, I mean, people worry. That's that's the first thing people worry about is I'm, I'm worried about the quality. And I actually had a conversation with a gentleman uh, like days after the sale was announced. And uh, I said to him, you seem like a really cool guy. So I'm going to ask you what, when you think about beer quality, what, what parameters are you trained to evaluate and assess? 
and he goes, oh my God, man, you're, you're right. I don't know. I don't know what my concern would be. You know, we, we have people who are, you know, quality is huge for us. So that's, that's certainly foremost on our minds, but I, I understand that concern. You know, whenever, whenever time, you know, the local brewery changes or there's that potential for change, people feel uh, like they're part of the brewery in Kansas City. Definitely. You know, we're part of the Kansas City identity and, and Kansas City is a huge part of who we are. Yeah, and I, I think when people have that fear, it's kind of, you have to take a step back and look at it and say, all right, would a company buy another company to destroy them after they put an investment into them just to ruin them? <laughs> it it kind of doesn't really make sense even even to buy out the name. It's like, well, if you're going to ruin it, well, the name's now worthless. So no, no business is going to do that in their right minds. No, even like the meanest rich people wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think. Even Mr. Burns would not do that. <laughs> Smithers. Yeah. <laughs> So on, on the backing of that, like, what are the, the future plans now going forward with everything with Boulevard? Uh, so right now we, we recently broke ground on a new project calling Cellar 5. So that's our biggest expansion that we've had in a few years. We're going to put in, uh, right now our biggest fermentation vessels are 600 barrels in size. Uh, these new tanks will be 1,000 barrels in size. And, and part of the structure will be uh, some, some filtration processing, uh, some yeast handling and uh, storage, and then a couple control rooms to allow us to kind of have better control over uh, filtration uh, and, and, and yeast handling and management. So the the first goal is to get us to where we can make more beer. Yeah. No, I mean, right now, um, if we were to run our brew house 24-7, we could brew 600,000 barrels of beer a year, uh, but we only have fermentation space for about 200,000. So fermentation is really our bottleneck. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the one you're going to run up to real quick <laughs> with everything going yeah. on. Well, let's get into some of that beer now. We, we, we cracked open. We've been enjoying the uh, the 80-acre the hoppy wheat. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. And this is kind of a, a hybrid beer. So what can you tell us about this one? Well, so 80 Acre was born out of uh, experimentation in our cellar. One of our cellar men, his name is uh, Alex Rodriguez. Um, he's been with Boulevard, I think, almost 15 years now. Um, we all love unfiltered wheat beer. You know, that's, that's the biggest uh, beer we sell. It's about half of our production. But every once in a while, we have a little bit of extra beer and we play it around. So one day, Alex pulled about 10 barrels off of a tank and dry hopped it. Uh, with Cascade Hops, and we put it on tap in our tasting room and took it to festivals, and people were like, you're going to sell this, right? Um, you know, we, we really had no idea what we were getting into um, by, by dry hopping a wheat beer. We didn't think it was that big of a deal, but it, it really took off. So we spent about two years developing it and, and really dialing it in. So what you have is a beer that marries kind of that refreshing drinkability, that slight citrus character of a wheat beer with the hop flavor and aroma of an IPA, um, but because it's all based on late hopping and dry hopping, it's not bitter like an IPA is. So it's kind of a hoppy beer for people who don't think they like hops. Yeah, no, I can see that because you have those the qualities. We we had the wheat beer to start with, and uh, you can get those qualities that kind of soothes the palate a little bit. So it's not nearly yeah. as aggressive. Or and we were saying it's nice because when you take a sip of this, you kind of almost feel it dancing back on your palate, like going back down the tongue, like just sliding back and then it has just a really nice dry finish but it's not puckering or overly bittering which is really nice yeah again i mean it's it's that whole easy to drink beer you know beer that's, that's comfortable and and it feels good to drink versus like a, i did gary call it challenging beer is yeah, that what the, he said? The, the beer challenge yeah. The beer challenge. <laughs> yeah i like that a lot <laughs> you All know right. what i like about that beer is how how well you're able to pull off you know when you think of a lot of wheat beers you don't think of hoppy beers at all so when you're able to to blend those two styles together, um, or those two flavors together, it's it, I don't it's a it's a tribute to you guys. Hats off with that. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's true. Whenever we make uh, you know like we, we do a beer called the White IPA, and whenever you make a hybrid of styles, the challenge is to create a beer 
that that doesn't taste like you poured two styles of beer into a glass. You know, you want to have this cohesive marriage, and we felt like the the citrus hops they kind of went with the citrus character. The wheat beer were the key to that. This beer wouldn't work if it were big, like piney, resinous, you know, kind of dank hops. It needed to be citrus. Yeah, definitely. All right, we just uh, we popped the cork, and we are now we're we're working it around. We're enjoying the Tank Seven. Now this is uh, we've had this one on the show before, actually during our saison showcase, and this was probably the the hands down favorite of that show. Uh, oh, what, what can you tell us about this one? I know this is a big one for you guys. Yeah, Tank Seven. Um, you know, when it, it's it's kind of funny, and I hope nobody from Duval is listening to this, but um, when when we were first uh, learned we were joining the Duval family, we went to meet met everybody and. They're like, how do you feel about Duval? And I was like, man, I love Duval, um, but I have to tell you, I think Tank Seven's a better beer. And um, <laughs> they, they didn't give me time to laugh and let them know it was a joke. And it got, it got really serious, man. Um, Did you also mention the metric system at that point, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, at that point, at that point uh, I was good enough for reading my audience to know that I should just go to the buffet and get some food. Um, but, but Tank Seven for us is, is kind of a discovery beer, really. If you read the website and you know, kind of the, the promotional material it makes it seem like a mistake, but really we have a beer called Saison Bread in, in one of our tanks waiting to be packaged. It goes in fermenter number seven. Um, and this is essentially a dry hop Saison that we add wild yeast to at bottling. Um, and we, we tasted the beer before we added the, the wild yeast to it. We're like, this is a really good beer. Uh, so we kegged some off, took it to a festival, and, uh, and poured it to this fest. And somebody asked, well, what are you calling this beer? And that's when we realized that we were brewers, not marketers. And, uh, we quickly responded Tank 7 since it had been pulled from Tank 7. And, and that's kind of the genesis of that beer. We went through some arguments with marketing where they wanted to call it a different name, but we fought really hard, you know, to to maintain this identity of Tank 7, and now I can't think about calling it anything but Tank 7. They were going for Tank 8, and you said no. There is no <laughs> way. Okay, yeah. seven. They wanted to call it uh, the Poet of the Plains. And, um, yeah, we threw a fit. We're like, we, we just could not feel good about ordering a bar or beer called the Poet of the Plains in a bar, man. There's just no way we can do that. Pardon me, sir, but can I have a Poet of the Plains? <laughs> right, that's where we're at. We're like, you got Tank 7 or you've got that. So, unfortunately, um, we went out. But, I mean, it's it's a big beer. It's 8.5% ABV, um, just below 40 IBUs. But I think it it's really refreshing. It's really crisp and dry. I mean, it's, it's bigger than the traditional saisons that you would have had on the Belgian farmhouse mm-hmm. setting. But... Um, it, it maintains that drinkability and kind of that intention um, that those beers originally had. Yeah, it's really nice because, I mean, traditionally a lot of, you know, I mean, going real, real traditional, I mean, Saison is made for more of a summer beer. Um, right. But having that really light ABV characteristics is the argument for that. But this is nice because it makes the argument that you can enjoy a Saison year-round because it has those little nice warming characteristics of a higher ABV. So this is actually one you can enjoy during the winter without... Uh, Feeling like you're breaking tradition, I'll put it that way. <laughs> right, right. And as someone who's never had, uh, I've never had this beer before, and it's my first time ever tasting oh. it. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you what, it's, uh, I don't want to say heaven, <laughs> but uh, it's kind of like, you know, you get that sip and you get the, that first, you think um, you're getting the, what do I want to say, like the craft beer taste. It's coming at you, but then it's almost like a curve happens, and it's like, it, it just stomps it right down, and it's just a very, very smooth, uh, definitely like, I call it a darker taste than the 80 Acre that we just had. 
and I, you know, yeah, attribute yeah. that to the higher ABV, but uh, great beer. Like, I think that I could probably put a couple of these away and, uh, well, no, I'd definitely be a little bit lit up, but a great, great, <laughs> a great taste all the way through. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've been introducing, um, trying to get the thing started here, situational beers. <laughs> okay. I heard that, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and the idea uh, behind this is, you know, you're in a situation where, like, Christmas is here, so we're going to hang some lights, uh, we're going to put up a tree. Uh, I would definitely put the 80 acre at, um, we're going to start rigging the lights. That's where you're right. at, because this is a five, uh, five and a half percent, right? And the tank seven is when you fall off the yeah. ladder. Yeah, <laughs> the tank seven is, um, you know, I've already straightened this six times. Give me a beer one more time. And then we, uh, yeah, we refer to some of the smokestack beers as, as destination beers, where you should be at your destination when you open up. <laughs> so you're getting there with the uh, with the lighter ABVs, and by the time you get to the top, <laughs> you should be at home. And, and Kyle, yeah, have, have fun, but be Kyle careful. Be in the ER. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this and this, what's nice too, well, I don't want to say what's nice, but the, the ABV, like you don't, uh, I'm always scared when they can out beers a little bit higher in ABV and there's no hint of it because uh, right. you, you quickly forget about that and keep going thinking, especially with the Saison, like you keep thinking like, oh, you know, it's new, and then all of a sudden like, what? The hell just happened? <laughs> Where's the Where ladder? Am I? Yeah. Where are my pants? You catch the early flight from San Diego. <laughs> I thought I was hanging the stockings. Why am I wearing them? But uh, <laughs> God. But uh, no, this this is phenomenal. I mean, uh, thank you so much, Jeremy. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, the beers are fantastic. We have a a few more to work through as we we get through everything. And uh, cannot thank you enough for everything. No, thank you guys so much for for talking about our beer. We've been we've been really lucky that people are excited about our beer and all the new markets we've opened, and it's it's been really cool and really inspiring to everyone at the brewery. So thank you, I, I really appreciate it. Not a problem. We'll, we'll look forward anytime. to seeing you in PA, yeah. hopefully soon. Well, yeah, I mean we're in we're in Philly, um, and and I know as we launch these new markets, we're you know we're obviously targeting sort of beer geek areas, but we we plan to expand and we fill out those areas where we're in. So soon. Oh, great. Well, that's uh, that's Jeremy from uh, Boulevard Brewing Company. Jeremy, we actually have a prize pack we're going to give away uh, a little bit in about 10 minutes here uh, that you guys hooked us up with. We have your beer soap. We have hats. We have shirts. We have a little, it looks like it should carry like a chair, but I think it's a <laughs> beer carrier. It's a little tiny bag. And we also have a nice beer koozie that could probably double as a, sweater. a child's sweater. So we're going to do that in about 10 minutes here. But uh, Jeremy, again, a big thank you uh, from all of us back here at Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a great weekend. Oh, cool. We'll hey, catch you. you. Too, hey, yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. All right, 1035 at uh, Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We have about, oh, we got some more beers to tackle. We're going to do that right after this. You need a car, one that you can rely on and one that you can afford. Stop by Pier Street Motors on Pier Street in Kingston. You'll find a huge selection of quality pre-owned vehicles, most priced under $10,000. Plus, Pier Street Motors offers financing for all types of credit. Bad credit? No problem. Their financial experts will work to create an affordable car loan for you. Pier Street Motors has the best financing in the valley. Visit PierceSTMotors.com to check out their inventory and get pre-approved right online today. You'll also get top dollar for your trade. You can afford a quality vehicle. Pier Street Motors sells quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs cheap. All vehicles are reconditioned to be safe, dependable, and look good, too. So get on the road today in the vehicle you deserve at a price you can afford from Pier Street Motors on Pier Street in Kingston. Or go to CheapCarsNEPA.com right now to find that vehicle you've been dreaming of. Owning a home is the American dream, but today's economy is challenging. 
Have you fallen behind on your mortgage payments? Many homeowners facing financial difficulty often feel lost and don't know where to turn for help. The airwaves are filled with offers of fast and simple relief. However, many find these offers often lead to damaged credit, higher debt, and ultimately the loss of one's home. If it seems like there's no way out, know there is legitimate help available. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has provided answers and concrete solutions to consumers in situations just like yours for more than 60 years. Our certified housing specialists will work with you to review your finances and create a custom plan that's right for your specific situation. NFCC member agencies provide free and affordable help and meet U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development standards. Call 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. Broadheadsville, Chevy Truckville. Broadheadsville, Chevrolet. It's Trucking Car Month. Save up to $10,000 off new Silverado, LT, 4x4 All-Star Double Cab at Broadheadsville Chevy. Or at least it for just $2.99 a month. Jason Kerr has new Chevy Sparks from $12,900. That's right, $12,900. New Sonics from $14,170. All with two-year free maintenance. Save $2,500 on all new Cruise and Malibus. Plus, our 10-year, 200,000-mile warranty at Broadheadsville Chevy. Jason Kerr says bad credit? We have the banks and the money you're looking for. Silverado save $10,000 or $2.99 a month. So meet Jason Kerr and his team to get your new car or truck. For details, visit BroadheadsvilleChevy.com. Sing it, Jason. Broadheadsville, Chevy Truckville. Broadheadsville, Chevrolet. Whoa, did you hear that? Oh, yeah, we're getting going. I got some nice sound effects going on here. 1038, 1039, Sports Hub Radio. We got the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. If you just missed it from Boulevard Brewing Company, just had uh, Brewer Jeremy on, and which leads us to, um, you know, we have a couple more beers we're going to try out. We're going to tell you guys what we think. We also have a really great, really big prize pack that we're going to give out from uh, from Boulevard Brewing Company. Uh, and I just got another bottle in my hand we're going to talk about in a second. But uh, if you get this prize, you're going to get a very, very nice, like a knitted uh, beer koozie. Go on the top of your bottles. You get a very nice, and this is worth $22.95. The sticker's on there. A very nice hat. You get a very nice little uh, beer carrier, a little bag thing, and actually they show you can carry beer bottles, water. You don't want to carry water bottles, though. You can carry beer bottles in this. Or a little tiny chair. You don't want water. You don't want water. Yeah, and then, you uh, want to keep cold. That's right. And then a very nice Boulevard Brewing Company t-shirt. No sticker on there, but I'm going to say it's worth $75. <laughs> so we got a prize pack here worth $125,000. That could be yours, and that's coming up soon. But uh, we do have a few more beers to get through. So, uh, Derek, what's going on over there? Well, we have now cracked open a bottle of the Pop-Up Session IPA. Now, this is a 4.3% ABV, so a little bit lower. Um, but it has a lot of those really nice characteristics coming through. And the, the, the malt bill on this, I was looking at, it's more of a Maris Otter. So it's a little more of an English malt bill. So it's a little heftier feeling. That's what the, that Maris Otter malt is going to give it a little bit more of a, a thicker mouthfeel. As opposed to using, you know, usually a, a, you know, Pilsner malt will be the, the standard for an IPA thing. You want a really clean malt, um, but that will give it a little bit more of a lighter body. This, the Maris Otter, gives it a little bit more of a heft, but it's got a little good aromatics of hops in and everything and it's 4.3 as we said you know a lot of breweries are moving towards 
a more sessionable, especially the IPA, because the IPA, as we've all discussed on here numerous times, is kind of the, the craft beer style that everybody knows and gravitates towards. And, uh, you know, it's the number one craft beer style. It's the easiest way of saying it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a really nice... Easy drinking. This is one that's a great one to have. Uh, this is my first time having this one, too. It's so delicious. It's, yeah. yeah. It is great. Uh, before you said, you know, the uh, the alcohol content in there, I, I thought it was going to be higher, like a 7, maybe yeah. an 8 somewhere up there. It's got that that nice, uh, it's a big full flavor on this one. Yeah, it still maintains that really nice mouthfeel on everything, which is good, because that's, that's the issue when you get into some of these more, you know, session fill-in-the-blank styles that people like. Some people have the complaints of, well, versus the quote-unquote regular version this is a little bit too thin for me. I don't enjoy it. Or the, the, the biggest difficulty, especially when you're doing the IPA, is finding that balance between the hops and the malt when you're doing a lower ABV. And that's where a lot of breweries really miss the bullseye on it because their thought is it's an IPA, hops are the showcase, and it tends to be a little too hoppy. And that really, when you don't have that balance in an IPA, an IPA is not enjoyable. It might be, as we're saying, a challenging beer, if it's, but uh, it's not enjoyable. And that's what you really want, especially out of an IPA. It should be easy drinking, have a really nice dry finish, something you, you know, when you finish the hat, when you finish the glass, you want another one because your palate's not overly fatigued. You know, there are beers that are good to enjoy that are a little heavier and you only want your know, one and done. But it, especially when you're going for a session thing, you want to have one. You sit that glass down, you want it refilled. Yeah, there's absolutely no, um, uh, you know, that bitter beer idea mm-hmm. or even even the heaviness that sometimes uh, you do get with, uh, I, I can't even say, like a darker tasting beer, which is what I kind of expected from this one. It, it doesn't punch in the face at all. No. It's kind of like, uh, I would like some more. No, it's it's nice. It's it's actually, I'm trying to see the, it's actually 41 IBUs too, which is nice because it, it actually tastes like it's higher. The uh, It's like a higher, I'm trying to think of how to explain IBUs. I was looking at Kyle. Oh, you said higher. No, yeah. you looked at me because I thought you said it tastes well, like had, a tire. You, you had a lot of like, what's <laughs> Yeah, and I thought, this doesn't taste like a tire. I was wondering what the look from. I was like, all right, how do I explain <laughs> IBUs really quick with that? <laughs> that IBUs, for those who aren't familiar, that's how you measure the bitterness in a beer. And uh, the higher the IBU, the more bitter a beer is. That's usually when you get into the double imperial IPAs is when you have like, you know, a lot of them boast 100 plus IP, IBUs and blah, blah, blah. And people get into that. And so, I mean, this actually tastes like it's a higher IBU than 41, which is surprising to see that. No, Again, really, like tang- tangerine hops. I don't yeah, know it, it's up. really, there's a lot of fruity hops in this, yep. like citrus. You get a lot of those kind of types of uh, aromatics out of this. Ed, what do you think? You're the IPA guy. Well, I haven't had anything by Boulevard before today, but I have to say out of everything we've had so far, it's all like very well balanced between the malt bill and the hot bill. Nothing, I don't think anything uh, overpowers one over the other. Mm-hmm. It's like right down, right down the middle, I guess you would say. Like, yeah, and that's what he was saying. That's the ethos of the brewery. And that's what, when you have that, that's what you're going for. My aim is balance. For the brewery, the aim is balance. You can't go wrong. Like you really can't go wrong. Like maybe you won't become the fad brewery that's doing this really crazy thing, or but you know what? And when you're going for balance, you have longevity. Yeah, this is the one that you can go to. I yeah. mean, if you find this when you're out, you know that any beer that you pick up from these guys, you're gonna yeah. have. And I can almost picture in my head when you drink it, maybe on your palate, you can tell where it's going to the wall. Where you're like, wow, this is gonna be a crazy huge like taste. You're even heading towards hairspray taste. No, <laughs> doesn't happen. It curves immediately, yeah. and you just create this great tasting beer. That. And, and everything that they do, like I've even I've had um, as you said the bourbon barrel quad, like I've had that before, and that's a really 
big beer that's actually a Belgian quad aged in bourbon barrels and that's a ton of flavors like going on but it still has that balance that you're not just because you know some beers you have and you kind of do that uh, I always call it the whiskey face and you kind of take a sip and go exactly that bittery like what did I just drink and some especially when you get into the bourbon barrels aged stuff like some of those beers can do that to you and when you can get one that has a clean taste to it then you you have skilled brewers. Yeah, these definitely make you want to go back yeah. for more. And that's uh, I don't want to call it a danger, but we just went from uh, from you know what was tank seven? That was like eight, eight and a half. We went was from it eight and a half or eight. I don't remember. Eight, if it's eight and a half. Eight and a half. And then we went right down to uh, to a four point three. And yeah. I'll tell you what, the, the tastes for me, I mean, they're different tastes. Yeah. But I can't usually I can tell by the yeah, alcohol content. By, yeah. yeah, but I can't. I mean, these totally deceiving. So. You know, you're going to get, if you want to go out and have your session beer, you're going to get the same full flavor as if you decided, well, I'm done hanging the lights. This is it. And this is the end of the <laughs> night. You're going to get the same flavor. You know, you definitely want to try out uh, try out these beers. And I'm looking at the clock, guys, and I got, uh, I have 1045. Uh-oh, here we which, go. Let me ring my little bells here on my, uh, hear oh, that? Oh, look at that. That's bells on. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually dressed like uh, like Santa Claus today for, for a different reason. But uh, if you want to give us a call, we're going to do our giveaway right now. Big prize pack today, Boulevard Brewing Company. You're going to get this hat that's worth $150 million. Uh, you get this beer koozie. Uh, everything I'm saying right now is a lie besides your price. <laughs> besides your prizes, by the way. Uh, you get a very nice T-shirt. We have some uh, some wheat beer soap for you. Uh, everything here is great. Uh, give us a call, one 877 1-855-777-1023. Give us a call right now, and uh, we'll hook you up. You get yourself a nice, uh, nice prize pack. And I think as we uh, we get the calls lined up here, maybe we'll set up our our next beer. Yes, we will. Oh, we're gonna get going with this next one. Uh, my spot. You, you want to go to a break? Uh, we'll go. To, let's go to. What, you want to go to a quick break? Okay, we're not gonna go to a quick break. All right. Let me. Uh, I gotta pop the cork on this one. So this will be good. Talk amongst wide. yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we got next the double wide. Mm-hmm. Well, we have coming up now. We have the uh, the double wide from Boulevard. So, all right, you know what we're gonna do? I just I just made an executive decision. All we're right, gonna, we're we gonna go. pop that cork. We're gonna pop the cork. All, all right, right, I want you to go. hear it. Here we go. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> and we're going to actually, and uh, we're going to take that break while we get these callers lined up. So uh, Big Boulevard Brewing Company, prize pack on the line. I see you guys lighting up the thing right now. 1-855-777-1023. We're going to take the break. We're going to come back. We're going to get a winner. I'm going to drink more beer, and we'll be here. Sports Hub 102.3. If you're looking to get cash for your broken and unwanted jewelry, go to a reputable jeweler who's been in business for a long time. Not one that appeared because the price of gold went up. Bring your broken and unwanted jewelry to Rainbow Jewelers. They're professionals and deal directly with the refiner. Rainbow Jewelers will tell you what your gold's really worth and pay you what it's really worth. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Monday through Saturday. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Mike Crossy president of the Pennsylvania State Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your children, you will be setting them on a path toward reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read to do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, 
every child in Pennsylvania can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. Great public schools are a basic right for every student. A message from the Pennsylvania State Education Association. Or where you work is suffering from Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. They're dealing with excruciating pain and days when they can't even get out of bed. Chances are someone you know has Crohn's or colitis. Someone like me. I'm Amy Brenneman, and I'm asking you to support the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America to help millions of us cope and to find cures. Visit ccfa.org today to learn more. Help someone you know get back to their lives at ccfa.org. Are you finished with your Christmas shopping yet? Oh, everyone but Scott. I just don't know what to get for the man who has everything from tools to ties and last year's gift stunk. I know. After I got diamond earrings last year, I felt guilty handing John a hedge trimmer. So this year I decided to get him something really special. Like what? Something you'll never forget. A stock car racing experience. A stock car racing experience? By calling 1-877-STOCK-CAR, you can purchase a gift certificate for a heart-pounding 160-mile-per-hour our ride or drive in a Sprint Cup stock car. They'll outfit you in an authentic racing suit and helmet and teach you the ins and outs of driving a stock car on the 2.5-mile super speedway at Pocono Raceway. With rides starting at only 99 bucks, they're easy to order online at 877stockcar.com. That's 877stockcar.com. For the one gift they'll never forget, go to 877stockcar.com or call 1-877-STOCK-CAR. Have you been searching for the perfect engagement ring or an exquisite gift for a special occasion, Rainbow Jewelers is where you'll find it. Rainbow Jewelers, consistently voted the number one jeweler in the Wyoming Valley, has a large selection of GIA and EGL certified diamonds, engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Rainbow Jewelers also has wedding bands, birthstone jewelry, mother's rings, all high quality at the best price. Plus, they sell citizen brand watches and offer jewelry repairs. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston, open Monday through Saturday. Almost 10.51, 102.3 Sports Sub Beer Geeks Radio Hour. My name is Kyle uh, from WLK News Radio with Webster and Nancy. I'm just going to shamelessly self-plug myself right now. Webster and Nancy from 6 to 9. Sue Henry from 9 to 11. And then American in the Morning from 5 until 6 a.m. So if you hear any screw-ups in there, that's me. If you hear any cool stuff in there, that's me. If you hear any uh, stuff you don't want to hear, that's Freddie. Big congratulations. We had Joe on the line from uh, from Duryea picking up this big $100 million prize pack. Uh, he promises he's going to keep it. He won't Valued sell it. Valued by Antiques Roadshow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's going to keep it. He won't sell it. Not going to quit his job or anything. So, uh, <laughs> so we really appreciate that. Um, and it looks like another beer just got passed around here during the break. And oh, if, uh, is it this big bottle here? Is yeah, that what we, I just we said? we popped the cork before we went, oh. and now we, we are. This is double wide. IPA. Now, this is their Imperial Double IPA, their Dippa. Uh, now, this is one that really the reputation of this beer is, is huge. A lot of people love this beer. This is one that has, if you go by the rating stuff, has a lot of high ratings on this. What's What I really enjoy about this beer is, is the malt bill of it because it's instead of really focusing on being overly hoppy and overly bitter or it still has that fantastic balance but the the mouthfeel and the malt on this is just phenomenal it, it like grabs onto the hops and just holds them in suspension so you have a really nice sweet thicker mouthfeel with a lot of those really strong citrusy little bit of pine hops going on in it but it's just really it, it does have perfect balance 
but it has a, a much fuller mouthfeel than you might be accustomed to with, with some of these double IPAs that are out there. It's my double-decker double wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, what are you thinking? I love, I love going to Ed with the IPA stuff. <laughs> well, like I, like I said earlier, all their stuff seems like right down the middle with the malt and the hops. Uh, again, this is same thing. A uh, little bit sweeter, a little bit hoppier. Um, citrusy, highly carbonated, and I sense a little bit of uh, alcohol warmth in this one. How's that? In, in the mouth? <laughs> Is that where, in your where, brain? Where, where else would it be? <laughs> I'm wondering if it's in, in the your belly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had or on the head. I don't know. We've had four or five or six beers, so you might be getting that alcohol warmth. Uh, just, just coming just, down from the might be just point in general where it overall. goes sideways again. Yeah. This is where we derail. <laughs> yeah, this, this we, we went back up. Now this is an 8.5 ABV, so it's a little bit higher in ABV. But you're really going to have that with a lot of these, you know, double IPAs because you have a lot more ingredients going on. Yeah, and this is one where, um, you know, like I said before, kind of where it curves. You can definitely taste that this one. Uh, I mean, just listen to me. You can definitely <laughs> curve. You can taste it on this one that this is a higher ABV. So you get this one maybe, um, you know, maybe if you're out the bar, maybe this one, maybe one of your last spears. Yeah, as he said, it was destination. Yeah, yeah destination this is, beer. This is definitely one that uh, you need to kind of sit and sip on, not uh, pound, as the other ones, you know, kind of could be a little uh, little lighter, so you have an issue of, you know, this is one you need to respect, basically, is what we're getting to. Uh, you got to remember that it's 8.5 and kind of take a little time, take your time with it. But what's nice of this, with with it being a little bit more of a, a maltier presence, it's nice as it warms up because it then just releases more and more aromatics within that, whereas some IPAs, like, you want to kind of keep them, not cold, but keep them colder because, you know, as that warms up, it kind of loosens up the mouth, the, the malt and everything kind of dissipates a little more, whereas when you have this kind of body to it, it's just, it's, it's. I mean, this is one of my favorite double IPAs. I don't know how else to, how else to say that to you. Yeah, it is great. Yeah, this is one that the first time I had it, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, I'm curious, uh, Bill, what do you think about this? I think it's a fantastic beer. <laughs> I mean, everything that we've had from Boulevard today has been terrific. And, um, you know, I, I, this isn't my favorite beer of the day. I'd, I'd have to go with the Tank 7. I'm with you on that. Uh, but but this is this is a, a terrific double IPA. It, it is, like Derek said, it is a little different in the sense that it's, it's you know, you're picking up a little bit more of the grains with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they do seem to hold that, you know, hold the hops like you, like you mentioned. But... Um, for me, I'm you know my money's going to go on the Tank Seven for my my favorite beer of the day. Yeah, and I love what I love about all these beers is um you know we kind of uh, I, I was I, I always expect to go in order when I come here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, maybe low to high or something like that. But we did. We went out of turn and uh, we went from low to high, back to low, back to high. And I didn't even notice until I got here. This is the one beer where I said you know this should be at the end. Yeah. But the rest of them, it, you know, we could have drank that in any order today. And yeah. it would have been perfect. Yeah, dancing around with, with the stuff. I mean, having that, you know, having a Tank 7, the, the Saison, is traditionally a lower ABV beer. And having it at that's eight and a half. Sorry, I'm having some carbonation issues coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but having it at eight and a half kind of beefs it up a little bit so that it can kind of really stealthily go in there because it has those tastes of a Saison, but it's a little bit heftier so it can kind of hold its own. And having that uh, session IPA being the way it was with everything, it just was able to fit nicely right in between everything. So it actually worked out very, very nicely with the, yeah, the lineup. You, you did a good job. And done good. You did you <laughs> very did good. good. So as uh, as far as uh, situational beers goes, I would like to just map out for the people. Oh, here we go. Which way you're going to go? So you're starting out the day. You know, you're just sitting on the chair and you're you're trying to watch. You're minding your own business. You're trying to watch. Something. You have something DVR. You're trying to watch it from like a week ago. You haven't had time yet, right? And she walks in and she says. We got to get in these boxes, right? 
What's the first beer you want to go with? Very first beer you want to start the first, with. The first one you want to start the day with? Yeah. I would say the unfiltered wheat. The unfiltered wheat? Yeah, the first one we started. I would kind of go in order we went well, today. You know, I would, even though the, the Tank 7's a little heavier, I would I would go in that order because you're going to get that level of frustration at some point while you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to cut the, the tension a little bit and ease it. So that'll be a nice little transition. And then you go, you know what? All right. Maybe I overdid it a little bit with the eight and a half. Let's have a little nice session one, kind of pull it back, pull it, yeah, pull it back. Blah. And then, uh, you know what? I'm done. Screw everything. We're going to grab a double wide and we're done with the day. So the, the tank seven seems like it is right in the middle there. That's yeah. right when you're outside and you finally, you're so fed up, you're coming off the ladder and either it's waiting there for you or you're going to hit the kitchen and you're going to pop this thing and you're going to get inside that, right? And you're going to... You're going to want to ease, ease the pressure a little bit. Because <laughs> everyone reaches that level of frustration. We've all heard that. What was it? The 12 pains of Christmas. Ringing up these lights. Yep. <laughs> Why are they all blinking? Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, if that guy had these, he would be going on. Yeah, rig- oh, I don't know what's it. going on. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> that one ain't working, but I'm just going to go to the fridge. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. And, uh, you know, something I, I realized about life today, and I'm just going to go. Uh-oh. I'm going to go totally off the rails. Is deep thoughts? It is. It's deep thoughts of uh, not Jack Handy, but of me. <laughs> you know, coming in today. And it, it seems to me that no matter what you're doing, as long as if you have a good beer in your hand, everything's okay. You can watch it. You can sit there. You can tailgate at a terrible football game, cold, you're freezing, you got a good beer in your hand, you don't care. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was moving into a, a house, and as we're moving, our U-Haul got hit by a drunk driver. Oh, yeah, you told me. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is crazy, right? After I've had a, I had a house burned down right before that, all kinds of problems. But so the guy goes, and he can't get out of his truck, and the police are coming, and I decide... I don't have anything to do here. So I got a crack of beer and I'm watching it. And another <laughs> bad situation made a lot better just by standing there with a beer. It was a craft beer and the flavor of it. And I'm just saying like guys and ladies, if anything's going on and you don't have to be anywhere, no, no drinking and driving. <laughs> preface that. <laughs> but how great are things that you're just standing, even if I'm watching someone flip out trying to hang their lights and they're freaking and cursing, I got a beer in my hand. This is the greatest show in the world. So Kyle's ethos is beer. It makes <laughs> life taller. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be on my uh, my tombstone shirt. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Well, on that note, uh, on that, yeah, beer makes life tolerable. On that note. <laughs> let, me, let me plug. Next week we have uh, New Belgium. You're going to be on, and we have the the woman in charge of the barrel aging program, Lauren Salazar, is going to be calling, and we're going to be going over the whole bel- the barrel aging program at New Belgium, working through the sours and all the great stuff they have going on there, which is going to be a really, really informative show. And then after that, that we have our Christmas showcase, and we have a huge package for that one. Oh, that's going to be great! I, I love. Uh when I have a huge package. Which uh, <laughs> show Shots with Santa tonight at the Ale House. We'll see oh. you there. Oh, Ale House. All right, very yeah. cool. You, you're going to be there? I will be there. All right, you can go. You catch Bill there. Do you have a sexy Santa for us? Uh, <laughs> we do. For we do. We have, have, we have a lot of sexy <laughs> Santa helpers today. <laughs> so, and Santa himself. Oh, and you get to do great. a shot with him. <laughs> all right, well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, if you want to get oh some of these God. beers, these beers are all available locally, right? Uh, Boulevard, some places, they're, they're a little tough. They're in PA. Uh, you may have to drive a little bit for them right now. You're going right outside the door if you're listening on terrestrial radio. It might be a little difficult, but uh, you can find them. What I love about Derek is he, he gives me beers to try uh, after <laughs> these things, and he usually it's followed up with, uh, you can't get this anywhere around. <laughs> this is great, but <laughs> right? you can't get it. Yeah, it's like a, just a little tease. Well, uh, guys, we're running out of time here. Uh, my name's Kyle Mack for Freddie, uh, for Derek, for Bill, for Ed, for Jeremy from Boulevard Brewing Company. I want to thank you guys for listening. Beer Geek Radio Hour. They'll be back next week. We'll catch you later.